On this week's episode of Advocate to Autism, we're going back to school. So I know what you're thinking. The schools have literally just broken up. The sun's out, hopefully, depending where you are. You're on holiday and we're talking about school. Back in the day, that would have broken my heart to think there's an episode out there. So all I can think is there is a young version of me listening to this going, how dare you? (laughs) But it is uh, an episode today that we're going to be talking about and it is an important one and it's about Basically, when I was at school and I think some opportunities missed of support that could have been given. Obviously, there's some bits in here that I am not excusing of my own behaviour. But there are some bits and pieces I think, actually, we could learn a lot from this. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, obviously, we are 20 years since, or 20, 30 years in this particular instance since I was at school. And going through some of these experiences, but I just wanted to have a kind of episode about it today because I believe there is people out there who also probably had these experiences at school, possibly before diagnosis of of neurodivergency or missed diagnosis for a neurodivergency. So I think today's episode about school is a really, really important one. Before we get into today's episode, though, just a reminder that these episodes are being recorded currently in a kind of bulk sitting. So we aren't going to be talking about listeners' questions at the moment because we haven't got the information. As I said on last week's episode, while we're putting these together, we won't be able to do listeners' questions or have responses to because we just don't have that information to hand at the moment since we've put the episodes out. Doesn't mean we're not important. And as I said on the last episode, your questions your responses your points are all so so important for advocate to autistic to be what it is so please 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 keep answering the questions we're setting to you keep ask, keep asking questions of us and what we're doing and keep sending in your advice your support for other people because it is really really important because we have got holidays coming up and things in august and there are times I'm going to be spending with the family. The reason we're doing these bulk recordings is just so we've got some content to bring to you while we might not be presently there. So we have to make sure we've got some some episodes in the bank to make sure that you've got something to enjoy, even when we might be a little bit away from the desk. Because as I say, I think this is a, a supportive channel and a supportive podcast to try and help other people. So we don't want to go anywhere. But we have to make sure that we're getting those episodes in and recorded for you to listen to, to start thinking about what we're going to be asking, to start putting your views and, and, and responses in. Like I said, if we have too many, we'll just do a episode fully on your views, your comments, etc. That would be brilliant as well. Um, so whatever that looks like, we will do. So listeners' questions aren't going anywhere. There is going to be one that follows this little statement. Once we've told you how you get in touch with a podcast, And 
yeah, we, we want you to continue to put your messages in, as we said on last week's episode. Now, being that today is a school episode and I am going to be talking about my experiences, we do need to remember that they are 25, 30 years ago since happening. So I am aware that schools have tried to come on a long way. I think with what's going on in the current schooling system, there could still be stuff done. Of course, there can be stuff done to support further in anywhere. But what we're going to be looking at is something that was very kind of outdated but the reason I think it's an important episode today is because personally for me I think more could have been done to support in in schools in the earlier years that we were there despite not knowing I still believe there was a scold over support kind of way of working with schools back in the day and again I think that's really impacted a lot of people's lives there are some people obviously who would have just been labelled as as naughty children. And don't get me wrong, that is probably still happening to this day in in parts. But I think there was a lot on this schooling that probably has caused a lot more of people's uh, masking, a lot more of people who are now probably being diagnosed later as autistic adults, that actually, if we look back, we could have we could have helped them pick these people earlier, including people like myself. So the um, way to get in touch with the podcast, so before we do dive into this episode and I talk about experiences that I've had at school, just a reminder of how you can get in touch with the podcast. So it is advocate to autistic at gmail.com is the email. Remember to replace the eight and two with the right letters. Um, you can get in touch via the Instagram page, Twitter page and threads page, which are all advocate to autistic. Um, remember the eight and the two replace the words again um, you can also get in touch with my own page which is the inside the orange page where you can get in touch with us via inside this orange at gmail.com you can get in touch with us on instagram at inside the orange and you can get in touch on twitter at orange watts there's also an inside the orange podcast facebook page again everything that we share on advocate to autistic is also shared on the inside the orange pages too so that's how you can get in touch And what I would like you to think about is, and get in touch, of course, is how did you get on at school? And do you think that your schooling life, as as an adult, an autistic adult, did it support you or do you think it scolded you? Do you think it actually didn't do what it probably should have done as a school support system? Love to hear your views. If you absolutely flew through school and you had no issues and school was the best time of your life, please let us know. Again, I'm only talking today about the opinions I've got and the opinions and history that I can talk about being my own experiences. If you've got different ones, I would love to hear from you to tell me about your experiences because that's what this podcast is all about. So get in touch. The information will also be in the show notes and description about how to get in touch with the podcast through any channel you like. And I look forward to hearing from you. So just before we get into the episode today, if you are hearing any background noises, we have got a neighbour who is having some work done on their house at the moment. So if you feel there is a little noise in the background on the recordings, um, and there has been for the last couple of episodes, apologies, they are having some work done. Hopefully it will be completed soon and hopefully it's not too distracting for you. Um, I wanted to say it just in case if I'd be that guy going, there's something in the background. Why is he not addressing that? Why is he not talking about it? So if you can hear something in the background, apologies. Um, and I'm hoping it will be not in these episodes and just picking up what I'm talking to you about. So 
That's the hoping. So, uh, as we get into the episode, I was not sure what to call today's episode. I had a few ideas in my head. School's out. I thought that might be quite good. And just to let you know, at time of speaking, I never title the episodes until they're done. So I don't even know what I'm going to call this one yet. But I've had some ideas about the what I think it might be called. So whichever one it is, is what it's kind of got to me at, at the end. And I was thinking school's out in relation to the old Alice Cooper song. Because when this podcast will be released, is is going to be in the school holidays. Um, I thought about back to school. I thought about all the times that I remember my granddad would always say on the first day of the school holidays, back to school. I bet you'll be back to school soon. And uh, I'll never forget that. I, I don't think I had much of a, a bad issue with, with lower school. There's only one issue that really stands out for me, and it was quite early on, actually. And it's, it's something that I think is quite relevant. So I remember when I was younger, I used to love... Uh, there was little bits of films. I think we got this version of it was the Wizard of Oz or something. It wasn't the the Hollywood film. It was like a, a cartoon version, you know, a little simplified version. I couldn't have been five, six, maybe. And I remember the there was a part in the film where the cowardly lion got told off, and he he was kind of embarrassed. And I believe I, I, the face structure I'd probably say now was kind of an. Im- Barris look but I used to think oh that looks like a face he's just been told off so he, he must be quite sad and I remember liking in that and I thought oh, I did it so every time that something kind of sad or uh, told off I'd pull this face I'd used to pull this little face um and think about the, that that character and I remember I was in a class in a year oh, it must have been really early in lower school and I remember the teacher told us this story and it was quite a sad story I believe And at the end, I pulled this face and it was me thinking, that's the face you pull in this situation. And I remember my teacher shouting across the room, why do I look like I'm smirking? And I don't, I I could not tell you to this day what that face looks like from my perspective. But all I could see in my mind was how that line looked and that line looked sad. So whatever I then conjured up in my facial expression was completely different to that. But I always remember that impacted me so much that I thought, oh, my word. And from from that day on at school, I never liked getting told off. I didn't like it. I thought, you need to make sure that you're not, you, you can't get told off. So I used to struggle with quite lots of things because of the fear of getting told off. And I think that was quite something that was, that is maybe for a lot of people, those, those, times come and go and then you just forget about it but for people that do internalize for people that do this and again we're talking now about a young autistic boy that influenced the next three four years of his school in life don't get me wrong i've got some lovely memories of lower school and 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 growing up and everything like that and i wasn't a naughty child again that fear was struck into me quite early on about even a certain face structure it was middle school for me that i think it started to kind of go wrong um in terms of how I behaved in terms of what I kind of where my education took a kind of turn and 
again, you come out of these village schools, you go into these, these schools with other children, you, you don't quite know where to place yourself. A lot of my behaviours that I did growing up were probably based, in, in the schoolyard, were probably based on films I'd seen or characters I'd liked on TV or something. I, I, I found myself attaching to characters, to, to people. So much so that I've always said that my personality growing up wasn't something that I could really kind of explain. I kind of just moulded to whatever I enjoyed and found friends in that kind of similar group. And and that was fine. Again, I've mentioned in earlier episodes that I got through a lot of the early years of my life by mimicking. So I took that into school. I, I became able to to copy or mimic. And again, for kids of a certain age, back in those days... If you could take someone off on the telly, it was like, oh, wow, this is really good, you know. And I think that's where I kind of got used to if if people kind of applauded that bit, I laughed at you, then that was that was good. You know, you need more of that because that's obviously how you need to be. Obviously, that's never far from the truth, but obviously that has affected the last 20, 30 years of my life because that's what I felt I've needed to do in the terms of masking and understanding myself. But I think... It got, to me, it got difficult as I kind of progressed through the school. So I think as I got to past 10, 11, and again, you've got to remember that as a, as a child, you're going, you're, you're, at that time, I would have been going through changes in myself, obviously growing, growing up, getting 11, 12 years old, you start to become a bit different. And, and again, your personality can change a little bit. And I remember around year six, I had a teacher who just didn't seem to like me. <laughs> I don't know if there's any other way to say it. I was loud. I liked to be a bit of a centre of attention, but I could also I also didn't like to stand out unnecessarily. So if if it was a case of just being naughty, I, I wouldn't want to do that because I wouldn't want to have stood out. But I could be heard. I had uh, quite a loud voice where it needed to be and obviously when you hear someone mimicking a character off a television show or something like that it is something that will draw people in and obviously the teacher I'm then battling with the teacher who's trying to teach a class I'm not for one second excusing and saying that there wasn't a bit of behavior in that from me that actually learning I could have dealt with or I could have changed but the teacher's approach was I was a problem and I got put on behavior report and every lesson I had to have it signed off how I did in that lesson and did I disrupt the class and did I do any of this stuff and you think and and the irony is looking back at it now every week my behavior report was signed off as fine but this teacher demanded and I I think it had happened every few terms and I remember my parents got called into the school about him and about it and uh he he said he believed it was a personality clash now I don't know how old this guy is. I've not seen this teacher for years now. Doesn't really affect my life or think about him in any way. Other than talking about this now on this podcast. But I can't understand how a... I'm going to... I don't know how old he would have been at the time. 30-odd. Into his fitness, I remember that. But I can't remember how a 30... Oh, I can't fathom out in my mind how a 30-odd-year-old man can have a problem with a 10-year-old or 11-year-old. I can't understand that. And again, it just repeated, just repeated. So again, you've got to start asking yourself who the problem is. But it's at this point here that I think to myself, okay, 
if this happened in this day and age, with the support that's in now, someone would have asked a question. And that's all well and good. And I know hindsight is such a wonderful thing to sit here now with the knowledge I've got now and put it backwards and say, look, why wasn't this done? I get that. It wasn't. But I'm concerned of how many other people it happened to. Because what that then did was it changed how I felt that I needed to approach school. So I was on behaviour report for two weeks. I'd be on behaviour report. I'd come back out. He'd have another go at me. We'd, we'd just go in a circle. And in the end, you think, well, I can't do right for doing wrong. And I, uh, this was probably around the point where I used to think, I don't if I, if there's a reason for me not to go to school today, I won't go in. And I used to, I used to, I used to hate Mondays because I used to think it's going to happen again. And also, as it progressed through the school, there was another teacher. So out of the full school that was in, and the teachers I had, two of them had a problem with me. Um, and it's similar thing. It was a case of I'd walk into a classroom and I'd get sent out because I was too loud from the minute I walked in. I wasn't bullying someone else. I wasn't attacking anyone else. It was just a case of I was just too loud for that setting. And I, it makes me so angry now. And it's ironic because when I was going through my autism diagnosis, when I had my meeting with my psychiatrist or psychologist for who was doing my diagnosis... This bit actually made me when I was reliving this and talking about this with my with my with that with that person. Again, I, I say psychologist or psychiatrist. I believe it's a psychiatrist, but I can't confirm. I can't remember if it was ever detailed to me if it's psychiatrist or psychologist. But I I, I I was in tears at this part, and it wasn't. I wasn't in tears because of what had happened. I, that that had happened. I've you know as I say, I've I've managed to get through the rest of my life without it kind of negatively affected me but I just put my head back onto my advocate shoulders again and I thought if this happened if my son was treated this way and questioned and, and just literally he was questioned because of how he was or who he was how would that make me feel and I was so angry in that meeting that I just really really I just broke my heart I broke down and I thought this was the difference and this is why I've got a little bit now my son is absolutely happy in school. He loves school. We go every day. He is the complete opposite of how I approach school. And that's because he is understood and because that, yeah, he is he is the most introverted extrovert you'll ever meet. And I was. But rather than the and, and again, you remember the teachers that did. So rather than these teachers actually putting their arm around and going, right, talk to me. What's the matter? You know, what what's this? What what do you need? Which, again, I didn't need an autism diagnosis to do that. That's a human need. That's a human responsibility to treat another human. If you're going to try and teach these people, that's a human need to just put your arm around someone, metaphorically, not physically, of course, and just say, are you okay? What do you need? And actually, if I'd have probably just had a little bit more time, it might have come back. Now, Someone here might be pulling their hair out going, you were clearly just a badly behaved child. And that's fine. You can have your opinion on that. That's absolutely fine. Um, I don't remember getting into being offensive to anyone. I don't remember doing anything wrong. I just don't think I could control my volume as a child, which has sort of worked itself out in later life. I'm still quite loud when I need to be. But they always say, remember the teachers that did 
change you. And it was around that time that I had a teacher, Mr. Coleman, for people who know Mr. Coleman, <laughs> there's a lot of you out there going to be like, I haven't got a clue who this is. But this guy, he was the PE and maths teacher at my middle school. And he just understood people. He literally did. He, he, he would level with whoever was in front of him. And that is what made him an absolutely incredible teacher. It didn't matter if you were a parent, he could have the parent conversation. If you were a child, he'd understand what drove you. And he supported me massively. He moved me away from some of these teachers and watched my work progress and progress and progress. And done an amazing thing. So as much as in the days of these things not happening you know in the days of what we're talking 30 years ago 25 30 years ago there are still people human beings who understood other human beings and made their school journey life amazing and that is what sometimes it boils down to is it's that human in the end that will make the difference to that to that person's life and again huge 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 to it to 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 him and there's other things that i kind of went through as well and, and looking back now I hated having dentist appointments. I hated having anything that would mix up my kind of day in school. So if I had a dentist appointment at 9.30, because they could my parents always tried to get ones after school, obviously. They were those parents that always tried to get them after school. But if I tried to get, if I had a dentist appointment or a doctor's appointment, 9.30 in the morning or whatever, that anxiety, that dread of going back in in half way through a day, it didn't matter didn't matter if it was if I'd go in and it was break time it wasn't even the fear of going in halfway through a lesson or not knowing where I was at the part of day it didn't matter what time it was there was that fear of starting at the wrong part of the day and it's something I've still got now and again I was quite disorganized as a child now I'm probably too organized <laughs> I have to know everything's in the right place for me to be able to do anything. And I think that's that's something that does actually help me with my life and, and work these days is, is knowing where I am, what I am and where I'm going and what I need and where things are on a daily basis. But it was that kind of unknown that I, I couldn't ever deal with. So that, that when I, I didn't mind a Monday to Friday at school, obviously if I could take out Monday mornings, I would have done because I didn't. There were times, again, probably around the times of these problems with these teachers, if I knew I had maths coming up or my, my form tutor was going to be on something, you know, telling me what I've done wrong today because I've been slightly noisy, you know, they, these things would build up and I'd, I'd be in a, in, a, in a bit of a bad place. And yeah, so any time that kind of affected me that I wasn't in school or was late for school, I just couldn't cope with. And it's only looking back now and thinking, wow, now... I had some fantastic times at school. I've friend groups friend groups have been strange for me and again I'm going to do an episode in in a few weeks time about friendships because friend groups have always eluded me a little bit but there wasn't anything in school other those than those experiences that I can think of and I can pinpoint them and I just feel to myself that those kind of times I I I even younger I remember not being able to pick a book in a library because I couldn't kind of work out which book I wanted 
And I was so built up about that that it ended up causing me other problems um, and needed support from teachers because I literally got myself in such a worked up state because the teacher said, go pick any book you want. And I couldn't deal with any book I wanted because if I, I, I couldn't kind of fathom that. But that wasn't built on discipline or, or anything that was wrongfully done. That was just something that I've, I've kind of learned. You know, if you gave me open choice of a child, I just, I just couldn't deal with it. But again, it, it all kind of goes into school memories. In upper school, difficult. It was difficult for me, probably just through lots and lots of different things. Obviously, I, I went through, I was 13 years old. I think, um, obviously, as a 13-year-old boy, you, things are changing in, in yourself still. You know, you're, you're not kind of sure what you are. You're at that point between boy and man and not quite sure where you are. Um, unfortunately, my parents separated as I was in, in the first years of school, in upper school, and, and divorced, which, again, didn't impact later life or didn't doesn't have any impact to that. But obviously, you just it just puts things in the way when you're of your kind of school path. But that I don't believe there's a lot of that that, well, again, it's, it's difficult to weigh up. The uncertainty of certain bits and pieces may have impacted my behavior certainly got better after the support from the right teachers and again I've always I've looking back on my school years the teachers I got with might not have always been the most popular in terms of different ways but it was always how they treated others that kind of really made me understand what they do and and why they do it I just hope that Teachers are in these roles because they want to help other people. And I hope that schools have learned a lot. And I hope I hope the teachers that te- taught me in later years kind of understood different kind of issues. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're probably all retiring or close to retiring, at least by now. But it's so important for them to kind of understand what was needed. And I'd love to hear from anyone else who's kind of had a difficult time at school whether you did, whether what you might have even found school as the as the place that you could be yourself at and maybe home was difficult. I don't know. School for me was somewhere where I felt performing started, definitely. But I also feel that it was a place where my behaviours were probably the first ones where I learned that I had to be a different me at school than when I was not at school. Things like what I enjoyed, I enjoyed certain things, but some of it may have not been age appropriate at the time. And I kind of didn't, I I probably liked a bit younger things than probably my age group were talking about, you know, and, but again, that, that was just me. That was something again, built on that performance, which, which came from school. That learnt behavior, as you can hear from what I'm talking about today, that school time is so important and we need to make sure there are inspirational people like Mr. Coleman that I had to help people that may need that extra support. And again, we're talking 25, 30 years ago. So there are some elements of this that no longer exist. Obviously there is much more pastoral care for students now. There's obviously the send reform. So there's still work to be done, but there's still a lot of people in, in these schools and in these industries that do care for people. And I think it's come on a long way. I just wish if I was to live it over again, that I would be able to be myself 
and I would be able to challenge those things in the right way. And maybe that's where I went wrong. Maybe I didn't challenge in the right way. Maybe that's what I did. I saw a bit of disruption and I got told off for doing next to nothing. So I thought, well, it's not hurting anyone. Maybe I should just do it some more. There is an element of that and I have to look back at my own behaviour. And I'm so proud of my son that he doesn't go into school and we haven't been called in for things based on his behaviour because ultimately... That's the fact. As I sit here, I can say that I don't believe it was my behaviours. However, the fact is, somewhere along those schooling years, there was a behaviour form that said I was misbehaving. But I'm really interested. And I'd love to sit down with the teachers that knew me then and just hear what they feel, hear, hear what they think was my issue. And I'd be really, really intrigued to find out. If, uh, if any of the teachers that are listening recognise the name or the voice and go, I know that voice, let me go and speak to him. Please do. But today, as I say, this was just, again, I want to dive more into detail in certain things. So a lot of these, le- a lot of these podcasts are going to be just touching on the kind of outside. You're not here to hear my life story. I'm just trying to see if there's anything in these stories that maybe reflect on you or you think hang on I went through something similar I'd love to hear from you if school is your sanctuary I'd love to hear from you if you're if you're undiagnosed or diagnosed autistic and school was actually this is what I needed as I say that's what my son looks like he needs he loves his school and he loves the routine of what he's got for some people it's brilliant for me I didn't have that experience but for him let's hope he Oh, he is having that. And let's, I hope I hear from other people who are having a much more positive experience than, than I did. As I said, to get in touch with the podcast, it will be in the description and show notes, advocate to autistic at gmail.com, advocate to autistic on Instagram, Twitter, and threads, or you can get in touch with inside the orange at, oh, sorry, that will be on Instagram, orange Watts on Twitter, and you can email inside this orange at gmail.com. Again, please, please, please get your views and get your thoughts in. I'd love to hear from you. Tell me what's going on and tell me your experiences. Tell me what's gone on. And again, just that question once more, what we said was, how did you get on at school? Did school support or did school scold you? I'd love to know from you. Other than that, guys, have a great day. Enjoy the summer holidays if you have got children who are off at the moment. And we will speak to you soon. Goodbye and take care.